Welcome to The Collective Rx, a wellness and personal development podcast for healthcare professionals who are ready to create a fulfilling personal and professional life. I'm your host, Julie Doan, pharmacist and certified life coach. Hey there, welcome back to The Collective Rx podcast. In the last episode, I talked about the idea of creating your own guidelines to how to live your life instead of following someone else's expectations of you. In this episode, I want to share a few practical ways to do this by guiding you through two exercises I like to do with my clients. The first one is identifying your core values, and the second one is taking an honest inventory of your life. I know it's only episode four and I'm asking you to do some heavy lifting here, but don't worry, I'll break it down for you into digestible bites. So if we begin with your core values, one way I like to think about them is that they are like your North Star. They act as your compass and help you determine what you want and don't want in your life. When your relationships, your career, and the way you spend your time on a daily basis reflects these values, it's likely that your personal and professional life will feel meaningful and your core values help you design what a fulfilling life looks like to you. For example, my core values are impact, freedom, expansion, health, and deep connection. If I look at my business, I feel most fulfilled when I can see the impact I'm making on people's lives, build trusting relationships with my clients, and where I'm free to make my own schedule, be location independent, and free to express myself and make my own decisions. I also need to feel like I'm evolving in my learning and the role that I carry. In my pharmacist role, I love the location freedom as I work remotely in the field of telepharmacy, and I love being able to be independent in my daily work. I also work for a company that values employee wellness, which is important to me as health is a core value of mine. As for my relationships, one of the most important aspects is the ability to have deep conversations and be around people who are also in or on a personal development journey and who are expanding their thinking on a regular basis. Now, when I have big decisions to make in my personal and professional life, I turn towards my core values and use them as a filter to see if something is aligned or not. Also, when I feel dissatisfaction, overwhelm, or high levels of stress, I like to take a step back and ask myself, where am I not honoring my core values in this situation? For example, I recall being in my project management position back when I was working in person at a hospital. While the first year was exciting and expensive, the inability to make my own decisions and move forward due to politics and too many procedures and stakeholders made me extremely frustrated. It also felt like doing the same work over and over again after we implemented the project on a few units. And considering that my values are freedom and expansion, it's no wonder I felt stifled and stressed in this role. 
On a related note, it's interesting for me to recall how my life was before adopting what one might call a value-based life. I had a quote-unquote good life by many people's standards, but I also recall feeling unsatisfied with my relationships and a bit empty in my career at the time. I often felt like I was chasing the next thing to make me feel excited or whole, whether that was a vacation or a new pair of shoes. And while today I still experience quote-unquote negative emotions and have my lows, I feel so much more satisfied. There's a sense of like inner peace that wasn't there before, and I know without a doubt that living in accordance to my core values contributes to this. Matthias J. Barker, who is a psychotherapist, makes the analogy of core values being the ingredients to creating a meaningful life. And if we elaborate on that comparison, if your life was like a wonderful feast, what ingredients would you want to include to make it memorable? So if you're ready to clarify what your core values are, I have an exercise to guide you through. In the downloadable PDF that you can find in the show notes, there is a non-exhaustive list of common values. And what I invite you to do is to take five to 10 minutes to circle the ones that stand out for you and that resonate the most with you. I really encourage you to not overthink it or second guess yourself, just go with your initial answer. After you've completed the exercise, you'll likely notice that several values are part of a broader theme. For example, if you circled love, intimacy, relationship, connection, trust. Perhaps the value that links them all together for you is connection. If you circled expansion, growth, learning, advancement, maybe the common link is growth. And you might have guessed it by now, but another way to look at the idea of broader themes or common link is to name them core values. So with your list, I invite you to choose four to six core values that stand out for you from the list of values you initially circled. Again, don't overthink it. You're not stuck with this list for life. You can change it at any time. But allow yourself to make a draft and to test it out by examining your life through the lens of your chosen core values for the next few weeks and making small adjustments to align your decisions with them. And if you need to, pause this episode and go do the exercise. Or you can also wait until the end of the episode to do it. So once you've completed the exercise, the second part that I want to propose to you is the wheel of life. The wheel of life is basically a circle that is split like a pie into different categories of your life. For example, there's career, friendship, family, romance, etc. The goal of this exercise is to rate your level of satisfaction for each category on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being fully satisfied, and 1 being the lowest rate of satisfaction. What I invite you to do is to go with the first answer that comes to mind. For example, if your rating for romance is 6 on 10, answer 6 on 10. Don't try to justify and tell yourself you should be grateful for your partner and answer 8 on 10, right? Go with the first answer. There's a reason that you answered 6 on 10. On the other hand, if you feel called to answer 10 on 10, go with that, right? There's no right or wrong answer, but go with your first one. Now, I know some people are going to find this exercise difficult as it does require you to take an honest look at your life and admit that there's some areas that require improvement. 
To be clear, it's not about trying to find out what's wrong with your life. And as healthcare professionals, we like to see situations as you know, good or bad, right or wrong, and to fix problems, right? So either someone is healthy or sick, and if they're sick, we treat. But your life isn't something you need to fix. And yours definitely not something that you need to fix because you're not broken, all right? However, you get to redefine aspects of your life to optimize and improve. And in order to do this, you need to be honest with yourself about where you are right now. You need to collect data just as you would when you measure a patient's vital sign in order to make an assessment of the situation. And if you're resisting this exercise, know that it's a normal reaction. And at the same time, you can only begin to make changes and choose differently once you've acknowledged that you want more. So if you're ready, go ahead and do this exercise by clicking on the link in the show notes to download the workbook. Now, once you've filled out the wheel of life, the final part of this exercise for today will be to choose one area that you want to work on for the next week or two. Choose whichever area you want. Some people feel it's easier to work on an area where satisfaction is already high and others might choose one that has a moderate score. Now, once you've chosen the area of life to focus on, I invite you to picture what a 10 on 10 in that category looks like for you. And seriously, screw being realistic. If you could wave a magic wand and have everything you desire in that area of life, what would that look like? Pause there for a moment and allow yourself to imagine that, to feel into that. And once you have a clearer picture of what that could look like and feel like, I want you to now picture what your life would look like in that area if you were to increase the score by just one point to get closer to that 10 on 10 vision of yours. For example, if you answered 6 on 10, what would it look like to be a 7 on 10? What would one or two things that you could add, modify, or remove in order for you to be able to increase the score by one point? Now, the goal of this is to take one step forward, creating more satisfaction in the area. And just to give you a little hint to what could make that area of your life more satisfying is to see how you can include one or two of your core values in your day-to-day when it comes to that area of life. For example, if for you, you wanted to focus on improving your satisfaction in your career, and one of your core values is, for example, connection, perhaps finding ways to deepen your relationship or strengthen your relationship with your colleagues could be an idea. Perhaps it's going, you know, catching a drink or a coffee with a few colleagues to just, you know, get to know them better. Or perhaps it's doing team building activities. If it was the areas of passion and creativity that you wanted to further improve, perhaps an idea would be in the evening, instead of scrolling through social media, you would take 20 to 30 minutes to either draw paint or do whatever medium of art that speaks to you in order for you to be able to express yourself. And while I didn't say to not care about being realistic when building your vision, as that will only keep you in your comfort zone instead of dreaming big, you do want to be realistic in the small but concrete steps you take towards your vision and your big goals. 
There's no need to make big changes like quitting your job tomorrow, unless you truly feel that like that's what you want to do, right? But if not, big changes aren't required for you to have a more fulfilling life. The small shifts can also be just as impactful on the long run. Now to share an example of my own life, there was a time in my 20s that I desired to have deeper conversations and friendships. I was tired of the small talk and gossip, and I was especially tired of talking about work or patient cases with my crowd of friends who were mostly healthcare professionals. I wanted to talk about personal development, spirituality, and going after big goals. However, I didn't feel like the people in my life shared those interests with me at the time, and I also didn't feel like I could be fully authentic with them either because there was a part of me that I couldn't share with them. Right? And it's not because these people were bad people, it's just that you know we just didn't meet each other on that same wavelength. So as I shared previously, deep connection is a core value of mine, and I really felt like this was lacking in my relationships. So I stepped outside of my social circle and searched for people who I could have these conversations with. And during that year, I had joined book clubs that focused on personal development. I went to yoga classes as a way to connect with my spirituality. I went to events around women empowerment. And when I didn't become friends with everyone I met, I was able to meet a few whom I really did share a deep friendship with, and I still do until this day. And my circle of friends that I have today is very different than the one I had back in my 20s, and my level of satisfaction in that area of life is just so much higher. So now coming back to you, decide which one of your core values you'd like to include more of in your chosen area of life and decide on one or two ways that you can express this core value on a regular basis. Practice it for a few weeks and notice how your life slowly but steadily changes. All right, my friend, that is it for today. My hope is that this episode and exercises that I propose help add a sense of meaning and fulfillment to your days. If you haven't yet downloaded these exercises or the workbook, you can find the link in the show notes below. As always, I would love to read your comments, so you can send them over to me on Instagram at juliedonhealth or the collective RX. You can also find me on LinkedIn and you know whatever way you decide to communicate with me. Just note that I appreciate receiving your messages and I will definitely take the time to respond to you. So with that said, thank you for listening and I'll speak to you soon.